New from Kenner. The Vintage Collection strikes back. It's, uh, welcome guys, welcome to season two of the Vintage Collection podcast. Really excited. Um, season one ran a good 10 episodes and uh, all the awesome contributors that we have here for the TVC podcast. Uh, lots of great stuff, lots of great conversations, lots of great topics. And uh, in season two, we're going to continue that trend of just hitting all sorts of topics, all sorts of aspects of the Vintage Collection, investigating things. Uh, talking about things, reviewing things, and trying to figure things out uh, as they uh, materialize through announcements in various forms from Hasbro and all the awesome people in this uh, Star Wars action figure collecting community. And with this episode right here, uh, he needs no introduction. Everybody that listens to this show or follows TVC knows who he is. John Mika, my friend, welcome to the Vintage Collection podcast yet again. Hey, Victoria. Thank you so much for having me on. Of course. So... Yeah, it's it's been a bit since uh, since we did one of these uh, vintage collection podcasts. Of course, I had you on a Cantina cocktail hour. I think about a month yes. ago or so, and we got to talk uh, TBC there, and that was a blast. That was that was a lot of fun. Absolutely, thanks for having me on that. I always enjoy kicking back, having some drinks, some cocktails, and talking Star Wars. And I can't believe I'm uh, I'm kicking off season two. It's an honor. Yeah, no, it's a honor's all mine. Thank you for <laughs> for being here for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. So, lots of stuff that's been that's been happening with TVC. Um, as of very recently, it's been a little quiet. But in the months leading up to this episode, you know, there's been a lot of announcements. There's been a lot of hype. There's been a lot of uh, things going on behind the scenes um, through Hasbro, through distribution, through shipping, um, and lots of product. Um, just just the sheer amount of product compared with uh, earlier on in the Vintage Collection 2.0s. Um, debut back in stores um things are changing things are looking good uh for the vintage collection so i'm pretty excited about the future of the line yeah yeah absolutely uh definitely felt like we got a little bit of a lull in in july and uh here in august uh, we've definitely gotten our fair share of uh figures coming in and i know uh, a lot of people are waiting for uh more of those figures to come in uh, as we speak so yeah hopefully hopefully uh people start getting their ahsoka mall wave and all that good stuff i was fortunate enough to get it from entertainment earth recently Mm -hmm. (laughs) i got mine too from entertainment earth and thankfully it didn't take a million years to arrive um yeah yeah it's sitting right here i got the whole case and um uh, you know, awesome stuff. It looks good. I haven't opened them yet. I kind of wanted to give my first impressions with you here on the show as we kind of review uh, the various figures that make up what looks to be a pretty stellar wave and a very exciting wave for many people. Yeah, uh, 100% agreed. I mean, could it be the best case assortment we've received thus far in uh, TVC 2.0? Ooh, could be. It could very well be. So I'm really excited to talk. Do you want to just get into this latest wave? Yeah, let's do it. I have uh, a few of them right here in front of me. Okay, so. cool. Who should we start with? I'll let you pick the first one. Um, I feel like we got to talk about 
Darth Maul first. How about how about him? Let's grab Darth Maul. So, all right, I have it right here. Um, okay, so the card art on this one looks pretty great. Um, so this one, it, it's interesting with Darth Maul how they use the black uh, background, or sorry, the blue background on him, right, for the name pill and for the background behind the figure. Because uh, usually they reserve the blue for the more heroic characters. And uh, they actually did use blue for the Phantom Menace Darth Maul too. So Ooh, just an interesting, point. yeah, just a little interesting observation there how Maul has, uh, has the blue. Um, but it looks good. The card art, um, clearly they took, uh, they took his look from the Phantom Menace when they, uh, did this sort of hybrid sort of look. Obviously this isn't live action. This isn't animation either. It's not from the Clone Wars, but they, they took his look from right. the Clone Wars and his look from live action and they kind of melded it into this, uh, unique graphic of, uh, this character. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, uh, he's got that kind of that pretty uh famous kind of stance for him right with yeah with that one palm open and then the uh the the, the dual lightsaber kind of just out in front yeah you can definitely see the the hilt right so half of it is his yeah. uh phantom menace hilt and the other half is something that he constructed you know when he came back into the fold um so yes. yeah looking good and this is vc 201 201 so you know right there past that 200 mark yes the bicentennial mark right um <laughs> yeah we've crossed it it's, it's it's unbelievable we have 200 over 200 mainline figures right it so. is it is it's just that's something uh if you were collecting from day one and you had a carded collection that's 200 carded figures that you would have at this or well we're missing the number 200 right but you know so uh but yeah you'd still have about 200 a little over 200 at this point uh, in your collection and then 200 loose if you're doing loose as well so no you'd have over 400 figures oh man i didn't even think about that and i am in that in that boat so that's a lot of it's a lot of plastic yeah me too me too um, so, all right, I'm going to go ahead and open this little guy up. I'm sure everybody can hear the plastic awesome. ripping off. Oh, such a great sound. Yes, and wow, the eye is just peeling out right here. One of the first things to, to probably talk about is just the likeness updates of him. I mean, they they completely nailed his likeness uh, yeah now that i have him out of the packaging look at the silhouette on this guy what a natural looking silhouette he's not too buff he's not too skinny uh that's my first impression with this one is that just aesthetically he looks pretty darn good yeah that's a that's a great point uh proportionally pretty accurate and uh you know the tunic is um kind of a a separate piece so the straps over his shoulders um you know, it's kind of adds some some great dimension to it, uh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the gloves, interestingly, I hadn't even noticed this, but the gloves that he's wearing, like the gauntlets, they look very much like Anakin's like gloves. Yes, I I noticed that as well. Like his uh, his um, what do you call it? His uh, robotic hand, right? Yeah, his uh, robotic arm. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I noticed that too. So great, great observation. And of course, he's got some hinged wrists that help him uh, do some of those various uh, 
lightsaber holds that you know can be pretty challenging without that articulation right and both of them hinge uh, up and down which is interesting we don't sometimes we see one of the one of each kind right one back and forth one up and down Um, yes and this one has both up and down um yeah so he's got uh insert molded hips um and he's got a silver thigh uh, good bends on both the elbows and on the knees. I love these robotic legs. They just look really fun. Yeah, the paint echo is just on point. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you what, you know, some people do claim that, you know, I'm not, sh- you know, they're not sure how much thigh swivel is necessary, but I think Maul's a great example of needing that thigh swivel to put him in more of a, a kind of a squared off crouching um, stance. You know, like a martial arts type yeah. stance, and you have to kind of move that thigh swivel to get him in a good stance, and then, you know, having those rocker ankles really helps yes. balance balance him out. Absolutely. Um, so it's like our friends on Bantha Skull say, Jedi level articulation, and this one certainly has that because he needs that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, again, the, the stance that I put together would not have been possible without it. And I think it's a pretty iconic stance for him. So um, I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy they have that in there for sure. Yeah, very, very cool. How's this standing uh, on your end? Pretty good. I will say that, you know, the 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 rocker ankles for me are a bit challenging to get in a perfect um uh, a perfect angle at times, which kind of makes it a little more difficult. But, you know, I think the more you play with these, the more you figure it out and can get them in a pretty decent stance. Um, thankfully, his feet are a little wider mm-hmm. to help him um, balance a little more. I think sometimes when the figures are a bit smaller, like, for example, or their feet are a little smaller, like the Ahsoka we're going to talk about or the Boba Fett. Uh, the Return of the Jedi Boba Fett, we got sometimes their feet are so narrow that it makes it a little harder to balance them. But yeah. I think that that's uh, not a problem with Maul. So yeah, he seems he seems pretty pretty uh, pliable too. Like sometimes these are really stiff, and uh, it makes like for the hands. That's that's my biggest <laughs> pet peeve is when the hands are super tight. And they can't grab their accessories. And it's usually not so much an issue with TVC, but like in Black Series, it can be a really big issue at times. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so this is this is kind of nice to see that uh, he is quite pliable. Yeah, and you know, I, I did notice that as well. So that's, that's you know, another great observation on your part. And it, it, with his arms, you know, his arms being so pliable, his, his shoulders have great... Um, movement that allows you to turn uh that ball joint of his shoulder and really put his arm um all the way up in any angle you turn that shoulder so i think that's just smart design on uh on hasbro's part as well so his his movement his shoulders is just fantastic yeah totally totally this is uh this is cool so i have him in a Hey, uh, holding his saber with two hands, and he looks good. Uh, definitely doable without too much effort. And uh, I have his legs just kind of one one's bent, so he's kind of bouncing a little bit on his on his tippy toes on one foot, but on the other one, he's solidly on the, on the surface. He looks good. 
He looks really good. This likeness is freaking incredible. When you stack them next to each other, the likeness is just un- exponentially better and pretty on point. I mean, I don't think <laughs> you need you need another uh, another. This is a definitive version of him. It is like I'm looking at him also with my uh, TVC um, photo reel version, the first one. Um, well, with the photo reel, and it's like that one looks good, and I thought, oh wow, what an improvement when he has photo reel yeah. over the original. But just seeing him with this one, like it's no contest. Like they really need to redo this original mall to some extent. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, absolutely amazing. So hats off to the the designers and whoever designed this for just nailing his likeness. I will say one little nitpick of mine is some of the paint deco on the horns of mine, and I'm not sure if yours is like this. All three of mine and my assortment were like this. Uh, His front horns are a bit red underneath them where they, I think, should be black. So I'm not sure Mm. what was happening there, and I'm not sure if it's just isolated to my assortment, but regardless, it's... It's okay. Yeah, no, I, I see that too on mine. So they didn't paint the horns all the way down is what it is. Uh, and yeah, on the back, like there's some red paint around his horns and on the original one, it's just black. So I don't know which one's more accurate, but yep, I see that too. Hey, hey. (laughs) Um, nothing's perfect in this world. And and he's he's pretty pretty darn darn close. close. And yeah, the head movement on, on this one in particular is really smooth, really good fluid. I like him. Uh, do the uh, do you know if the blades come out of the hilt? I don't think they do, and that is one. You know, again, another great observation on your part. Um, we did hear some feedback um, on the Facebook page about you know it would have been nice if they you know it seems like the Jedi now are not coming with um, unlit mm. sabers anymore, just lightsaber hilts, and that you know that's yeah. unfortunate, but I think. All of the things they've um, added from uh, the paint deco to the likeness to the articulation, you know, it, it, it's worth <laughs> missing out on the on the hills. Yeah, I guess. yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, it 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 feels like it should be there. Um, it, it feels like if he had uh, either the removable blades or or just an extra like detachable hilt would kind of seal the deal and make this like even better right i mean it's, it's great right but to, for it to be even better um so yeah it's it's i mean i dig it i dig it that that's the only thing like thing i can really knock it for um there is a little bit of a paint rub on the hilt on one of the hilts on mine like you can see like the red underneath it a little bit um oh i always worry about that as you know the the figures handle the lightsabers more i know that can happen with some of the the other uh, Jedi or, or Luke Skywalker, you know, if you put that saber in a couple times, next thing you know, you you start seeing yeah. uh, the paint. Yeah, this one came off. out of the box like that, so I, I guess it, they just missed they missed a spot. Uh, they missed a spot, but you know what? This isn't going to be <laughs> the only one of these I buy to open. <laughs> so exactly, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, he's great. I'm I'm very very excited to have him finally and you know when he was announced and people everyone lost their minds and and were overjoyed to finally have him might be a you know a year later but we got him yeah definitely better late than never um and i i always say this i'd rather wait 
to have uh, like a definitive quality product and then rush something out that they kit bash with older parts and it's not quite up to what we expect from the vintage collection so great point yeah all right so i'm gonna grab a soka i'm gonna grab a soka now and yes. uh yeah so similar to mall she's got the blue uh name pill the blue background behind her um I think uh, I'm trying to think back to the vintage, the previous vintage collection. Um, was it like that too, um, John? Did she also have the the blue background, or was was there a different color for that first release? I I believe that one was blue. Um, I can take a quick peek to confirm that. We'll ask our friend I'm Google. Pretty sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yep. that works, and uh, especially for her, I just feel like it. It you know works well. So again, like Mall, um, this picture that they're using on the card, it, it looks awesome. It's it's not ripped directly from uh, the animation, nor is it. I mean, obviously, Ahsoka isn't. Well, she is in live action, but not in the Clone Wars. Um, so this is uh, this is kind of Hasbro's own amalgamation of the two uh, sorts of appearances. Um, and I think it works. I think this is a good translation of, of sort of bringing her to like a quasi-realistic uh, sort of looking uh, photo. I think I think it works really well. Yeah, I agree with you. It's not as you know, not as sexy as the the last figures card back. But then again, that one was a pretty um, what's the word extreme. Yeah, you know, I don't her. love that card. Um, you know- yeah, that other one, it's just yep. personal preference. I don't love it, but um, I, I like this better. I think this works, and it, it's a perfect complement to the mall figure. Like, you put them next to each other. They're obviously meant to go together, and, I mean, they even say Mandalore below their names. So this is, uh, this is a good set. You can't have one of these without the other, honestly. Yeah, yeah great point. It looks like her blue is a little, a little darker, a little shade darker on mine. It's interesting. That, you know... Wow. That's, but that's just a weird random yeah, observation. Exactly the same as far as I can tell. Um, maybe I don't have, I'm not able to, to assess the nuance between the two shades of blue, but they look the same to me. So I'm going to go ahead and she is number 202. I'm going to go ahead and start pulling it out of the packaging. We have that great old plastic ripping out of the yeah. sand. Love it. it does. Love that Smell sound. Plastic. It like releases endorphins for me. Can't it's beat great. That. I do too. <laughs> right, there's people that smell their figures. I forgot about that. There's a there's a guy he's just on, on Instagram, he like sniffs he sniffs figures and then he rips them open. It's kind of funny. Oh man. Oh man, her head came off. <laughs> Pulling her out of the packaging. Oh my god. All right, well, she's on a oh, no. It's not a big deal. All right, so I got her head out. Poor Ahsoka. Oh, yeah. I beheaded nice her. I had her easy. out of the packaging yep. for more than a second. All right, so I'm going to pull this tape off. This tape kind of annoys me sometimes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm getting it off. Just kind of scraping at it. There goes some of my nail polish with it. Oh, yeah, I see her on your screen. Yeah, I have her in that like iconic pose on the card back, and it it works really well with the figure. So um, a lot of fun being able to just pose her in all these different ways. 
Um, there we go. Plug and play. Um, yeah, she's actually got good movement in the head. Like I was, I was kind of worried, but her, yeah, she's she's pretty like flexible. So like her head's flexible, so it's not really impeding the movement all that much at all. This is cool. Yeah, yeah. It, again, just another phenomenal. Um, just the way they've really engineered her to be able to be very dynamic. It's yeah. it's, it's just been a yeah, fun. like even. Because, you know, I, I do collect Black Series, too. Yep. Um, you know, not going to lie, I do. But uh, not even the Black Series one was able to, either of them were able to to do that with the heads. Like, they're very restrictive. Oh, wow. Wow. And, and... So, you know, he, he another example here of the Vintage Collection sort of innovating beyond uh, what the Black Series was able yeah, to do. Yeah, great point. And, hey, collect what you love. Um, and, yeah. yeah, you know, she, again, I think some of those more pliable plastics that you were speaking to where they should be. And again, I think they thought about that with her and I, I always forget the name of her, uh, what do you call it? The top of her head and her, her, uh, structures that come down. Forgive me, her tentacles. Yeah. On, on a Twi'lex, they're like, who, I don't know what you would call them on. She's, um, Tegruda. Tegruda. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are, you know, I think designed in a way that they're, uh, a bit hanging off as they should be and softer. So it lets them really move with however you, uh, turn or, or angle her head. Um, and then her mid, her yeah. midsection with her, uh, you know, her, uh, skirt or her, uh, you probably have better words than me, but all of that being a, like a, a more softer plastic, um, just really lends her to be able to you know move her hips and legs in so many different ways to get her to really have those dynamic poses that she has in so many of the shows sure. yeah and you know it's always a balance when you're when you're designing a figure um like the actual like end result needs to be flexible enough to pose your figure the hands need to be able to open but you can't do it too much uh, if your figure it becomes too pliable, then it then it's just kind of rubbery. It's hard to stand. It warps in in the heat, and uh, you know that was a huge issue with earlier Black Series figures. You know, just being too gummy uh, in the legs and in the arms, yep. and you know just having a hard time staying upright. But this is this seems to be a pretty good balance at this point. You know, I'll give her a few days, see if she stays standing <laughs> on my shelf. But um, I gotta tell you, Saint John, I think. And, you know, it's early. These are my first impressions, but I feel like this could be my favorite vintage collection figure of all time. Oh, wow. Hey, I totally get it. I, I see it. I totally see it. And I've had, I've, again, I've just had a lot of fun putting them in different poses. And, yeah, they they nailed her likeness, the paint deco, the sculpt. I mean, everything is pretty good. She's got rocker ankles, uh, swivel thighs, and, yep, again... You know, uh, Jedi level articulation. Um, it's it's per it's pretty darn perfect. I was a little worried when I saw that she didn't have uh, the hinged wrist or hinged hand, um, but the way they designed her hands, and from what you were saying as well, that making sure it's not too pliable and it you know will stay holding a lightsaber no matter how many times you take it in and out. That's definitely gonna 
um, definitely a, a smart way that they chose her hands and the angles they put her hands allow you to try a few of those different poses with the lightsabers like she has her smaller lightsaber um, kind of mm. kind of the opposite direction uh, in her hand and it really just works the way they designed her hands uh, so you don't you don't necessarily need that um, hinged wrist articulation and that that savings could have went towards um, nailing down that likeness or that paint deco because that paint paint deco is pretty intricate it is it is like the metallic that they painted and maul has metallic too but like she has metallic like around her waist on her little skirt um yeah i mean this this is solid this is solid i'm really 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 digging this i knew i was gonna dig it i mean it's ahsoka ahsoka is like my favorite character um but like just all the uh uh, just having it here in hand finally being able to look at it and pose her like it's even better than i thought it was going to be which which is anytime you can say that about a figure it's better than you expected it to be is is a win yeah that's a good that's a great point especially when you're you're pretty hyped up for it before you get it it's sometimes hard to to meet those expectations when you're you're so hyped up uh to begin with for so sure. yeah good call yeah, I'm digging her. She's <laughs> she's all kinds of awesome. This is I'm gonna have a blast. I think I'm gonna take uh, when I get my extras, and I have some coming in from Amazon this week too. Um, I think I'm gonna take one to work and just have it on my desk to fidget with. Oh yeah, I have a I have a, a habit of taking some of the newer figures and putting them right next to my monitors at work, and I just try to enjoy nice. them, soak them in as as uh, they come in. And yeah, she's a, definitely. It's going to give you a lot of fun, for sure. Yeah, I'm going to take her and uh, one of my other moles. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be that's gonna be so fun. And, and by I'm the way, they're, they're two aliens. So, hey, you know. Yes, they are. That's a great observation. They are two aliens. They're two kind of main characters, especially Ahsoka. But, yeah, they're two aliens as well. Yep. I- that's uh, it's not something we, we often say about the finished collection lately right and main characters great point you know it's usually a human or some some you know of that nature so it's great it's great and two beloved characters at that that you know fans adore so uh yeah this is this is a win this this is an absolute win of a wave so far and i have her standing right here next to maul and yeah they look great together they look great it's awesome (laughs) i love it all right, so you get to pick the next one. All right, well, so Maul was three to a case, which was very interesting, and Ahsoka was two to a case. So why don't we talk about the poor, short-packed figure of the assortment, and that's Arc Trooper Echo. Echo, yeah, there, there's Echo. So this is an interesting one. I'm, I'm trying to rationalize in my head why the case assortment is what it is. I mean, obviously Maul's popular, obviously Ahsoka's popular. So, I mean, it makes sense that they might have higher numbers than Echo, but the three Mauls is interesting. I, I kind of, if, if it were, you know, me, Victoria, Victoria's Cantina doing the waves, I would have said, okay, let's do two Echoes or let's, or no, let's do two Mauls. Let's do two Ahsokas. Uh, there's two off-world Jawas. Well, you know, I kind of feel like two Echoes would kind of make sense, especially if you're, you know, both a carded and an open collector. Uh, 
Um, yeah. Because I only have the one Echo at this point, as do you, I believe. Yeah, he's he's staying carded until I get another one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the cool thing is, I guess, you know, if, if, uh, if you have that three-pack that was an exclusive last year, then, you know, maybe you haven't opened version of that character already and maybe that was the rationale for not uh putting two in a case the thing point. is i i think very few people were actually able to get that set right um and yeah so yeah that's a great point um i the success of fives i would think too might have uh I, at least i think it was very successful i think the secondary market value of fives is like 40 or 50 dollars still um oh wow i know entertainment earth opened up another uh series of pre-orders for five so he's gonna be, i think coming out first quarter of next year i think um or was pushed out to then but um I, you know i thought maybe that would help you know justify two two echoes per assortment but yeah mall is very popular yeah, so I don't have an opener for him. I do have the one from from last year opened, um, and I have him over in my my dire, my five hundred first diorama. So he's there. He looks great. Um, uh, I was very pleased with that figure. I mean, that whole that whole set of those three troopers was was awesome, and uh, I'm just glad that he's coming back in some form. That way, you know, if, if if somebody missed out on that set, which you know, again, I know a lot of people did, then uh, you know they're going to have another shot at at least owning that figure. So this is, uh, you know, it makes sense that he's back. A- absolutely. Um, and everyone loves their troopers. So Everyone loves their troopers. And we got to remember, too, that that other three pack that came out earlier in the vintage collection, the Dr. Afra set, they said, yeah, we're, we're going to release all three of them at some point. Oh, right. The two droids never made it out. That's right. Yeah. Um, they did make a lot of those, I think, but. They did say, you're right, that they were going to um, release them all individually in the main line. And that did not happen. Right, right. So good to see it here. Um, you know, everybody loves their clones, like you said. And, uh, you know, this is an important character to, you know, when you're thinking of the Clone Wars, the Bad Batch. And um, so it's, it's good that he's here. I'm glad he's going to look great up on the wall with, uh, with Rex and with Five. So good stuff. 100% agreed. Um, I'm excited to have him. Hopefully, um, by the way, that kind of leads to, you know, uh, I know Target, I think, kind of received these before anyone else in the States. And then I want to say Entertainment Earth um, was next. I know some Macy's, people are finding them at Macy's because I heard that there's Toys R Us pop. Is it pop ups or a section? Now, mm-hmm. yeah, I think a couple hundred Macy's are getting um, a Toys R Us section within them, and they've spotted them there. And Amazon is preparing everyone's orders to arrive next week. So if you pre-ordered yeah. any of these through Amazon, uh, you know, a little more patience, you'll have them next week. Obviously, the uh, the off-world Jawa has been kind of showing up on its own in various outlets like Walmart and uh, I think a lot of other places. So the, the Jawa got got out in distribution ahead of the, the sort. Oh, wow. So the Jawa is the one that got single-packed, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. So uh, people were able to uh, get them through Hasbro's toy shop on eBay. 
<laughs> oh, I didn't know this. Yeah, yeah. And if you were willing to pay like seven or eight bucks shipping, um, and then Walmart got them. And I want to say a lot of people, that was kind of the first solid uh, case order, whatever, that started um, showing up in this assortment. So Cool. Yeah, that, that's cool. That's good to know, too. I mean, people are going to want to army build that Jawa like crazy. I mean, you know, Echo, you know, he's a clone, right? But he's one character, like right. the Jawa, especially with the crest coming hopefully soon. Um, we're going to need as many of those as we can get. And I looked at my pre-order, John, a little earlier oh, today, and I saw that I have nine that are supposed to come on Friday. <laughs> I hope my husband doesn't kill me. But yeah, I'm supposed to have nine more of those guys coming. I don't know. Is um, that enough? <laughs> I, I can't say that it is enough, but it's a good start. It's a great start. <laughs> yeah, I got a solid case of them. Um, I want to say a week or two, maybe two weeks ago. Um, and yeah, I've already seen some just great uh, toy photography shots of uh, a whole little group of them in different poses and um, just doing all sorts of different things, whether they're, they got their robes on or off and, um, yeah. Yeah. So let's, yeah, let's get into the Jawa. Let's do it. Yeah. I mean, this is one of the great things about the vintage collection is, you know, the whole world building, like it, it'd probably be really hard to amass a whole army of larger scale, uh, Jawas or, you know, any, any character really, but like at this scale, you can really play with the vehicles, the play sets, the dioramas. You know, you can build your stuff, you can do your photos, and you're not you're not really giving up too much real estate in your home, hopefully. So yeah, that's a great point. Uh, yeah. So looking at the card here for the Jawa Offworld Jawa Arvilla Seven, um, which is an interesting one thing. It's it's not just Offworld Jawa. They could have just put that, but they're they're specifying Arvilla Seven, and I guess that's because in the Mandalorian we do see Jawas in different worlds, Offworld Jawas in different worlds. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So this is a neat. He's number two hundred and three. Two hundred three. Uh, and this one does utilize. Uh, I think it utilizes a photo from directly from the Mandalorian, which is kind of a neat thing. I prefer that. So. Yeah, I think it's the one that like stuns. Uh... Uh, what's what's it called when you uh, put your gun in stun mode? I forget in uh, in Star Wars, but yeah. but anyways, it's, it looks like the one that that stuns uh, Din Djarin there, and he falls off off the uh, the sand crawler. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely ready to to unload that that blaster. Um, and like the vintage or vintage and the original TVC Jawa that we got a couple years back. Uh, he's got the yellow name pill, yellow uh, backing. Yes. Um, so I, I guess that makes sense. I mean, I wouldn't mind it saying different, but, you know, the consistency is, is something they talk about sometimes when it comes to TVC. Yeah, it seems like they pretty much use the same bubble now for everything. So everything's going to be a very consistent same size. I think the other Jawa we got, the uh, Star Wars carded Jawa we got, uh, what, maybe in last year uh, a couple of years ago, or two yeah. years ago yeah he had kind of a a smaller bubble which was a nice homage back to some of the smaller figures but i think the bubble mm. the bubble was this size so it looked kind of weird but it was still you know bringing you back that old those old good feelings of the smaller bubbles um right so. yeah i was just thinking about that like you know why didn't they do that here as well but 
I'm going to open it anyway. Yes. I'm going to open it. So here he is. Uh, how do we know the genders of Jawas? Are they just all like the same or I mean, how do you, I don't know. I'm saying him, but I don't know. Like, I'm not sure if it's a male Jawa. I, I know. It's not like the Tusken Raider where they're, you know, they are different. <laughs> Maybe they're like Jawa. Isn't it? Aren't huts supposed to be um, like one gender or something? <laughs> Makes sense. Um, yeah, so I mean, I, I just jumping right into him. I obviously just looking at him in the in the in the bubble. You know, you're like, wow, there's a lot here for such a small figure, right? You have his again. Forgive me for not brushing up on my uh, blaster knowledge, but he's he's got his uh, stun blaster and his regular blaster, and he's got uh, a blaster pistol. And the the egg, the mudhorn egg, um, which four accessories, and then his uh, his bandolier and his soft goods. It's just yeah. I mean, I feel like smaller figures like this should come with more accessories, just by the, you know, on token of them being smaller. Um, so I mean, this this is cool to see. So yeah, quite a few accessories. Do we know if these weapons are direct, like repaints from previous Jawas? It looks like the regular um, blaster rifle could be, but I don't. I don't know. I'm not sure. Not 100% sure there. Okay. Yeah, they're they're nicely painted for sure. They're they're very metallic, very worn. Um, really nice finish on these on all of them. Yeah. I, the yeah the paint deco again is just. They did more than they had to, and I'm glad they did. It's it's a premium line. It should have a premium, you know, uh, if it's a yeah. if it's a blaster, it should have premium paint deco. It should. Uh, yeah, this is this is cool, cool stuff. I, I like all these weapons, and even like the mudhorn egg it looks just like it did in the show. Yeah, yeah, they got it. It, it, it is a little hard to keep in his arms, keep in his hands. Um, not to gripe about that, but, um, you know, it's, it looks to be just a, a really nice proportion and yeah, it looks pretty good. It does. The, the head has quite a bit of posability to it, the neck. Yeah, it does. And that's really interesting. That could be part of the reason why they gave him that plastic hood and didn't make it all one soft goods. So, you know, I think you could nitpick about that, but good good observation that you know gives him a lot of range and motion, and it doesn't look all awkward with a, a rope that doesn't move along with it. Right, and that hood is a separately sculpted piece, and I, I it seems like maybe it's just glued on the top of the head. Yeah, um, I think it is. I did see some folks online rem- separate them. <laughs> <laughs> it looked kind of weird, um, but yeah. Uh, I think it's a little tack of glue. Yeah, so it's it's cool. Um, it as far as articulation goes beyond the neck, um, it seems like there is some reuse here, right? Is that my understanding? Is that correct that they they re- repurposed some parts from previous Jawas? Yes, it's a kit bash. Yep. Okay, so that's not a bad thing when it makes sense. Uh, I feel like here it makes pretty good sense. Um, let's see the waist. There is no. Yeah, he swivels at the waist. Uh, I think people were, were frustrated that there was nothing in the like the knees or in the ankles from what I saw online. But um, 
I can't say that it bothers me all that much, only because when you have the robe on him, I mean, it kind of covers. And I mean, the most important thing is that he's able to stand, which he stands just fine. Um, but I mean, yeah, I, I would have appreciated for sure if he were a little more articulated in, in his lower extremities. Yeah, yeah, you're right. There was some, some, a uh, little bit of outcry there because of that and the reuse of, of, uh, some tooling that should have been updated. But, you know, given everything else that, that comes with him, again, the four accessories, uh, and him being such a smaller figure, I think it's totally something to to miss out on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, yeah, I know I'm personally of the mind that the figure should be able to do what it does, what the character does in the film. And I, you know, the ideal I feel like is for every figure to be super articulated. That's the ideal. But the important thing beyond that for me is that it can do what it does in the film. The only thing... I feel like maybe these cannot do that they do in the Mandalorian maybe is, you know, when Din Djarin and Quill go and meet with the Jawas to recover all his uh, stolen goods, you see a bunch of them sitting. Um, so I can make this one sit. Right. But it's, you know, they're all going to be sitting this with the legs laid out like this. And I think <laughs> in the show, if, if I recall correctly, they kind of had their knees folded uh. and they were seated. The one time a um, Jawa sits not in a sand crawler, and you see that <laughs> ruins everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't ruin the figure. It's just you know one of those little little right. gripes. It's not a huge deal to me, but it is right. notable at the very least. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, overall, I'm pretty happy with him. Um, sometimes there's a little bit of balancing issues when he's holding the egg, um, but you just gotta, you know work with him a bit, tilt him back a little bit. Um, but, you know, if his hands weren't as bulky, his robes weren't as bulky, it might be easier on the, uh, the, the robes towards his forearms and wrist weren't as bulky. It might be easier to hold the egg. Other than that, yeah. and the knee articulation, pretty lack, lack thereof, pretty solid. The only other thing I can maybe maybe take very ever so slight minimal issue with is I, I think the eyes look nice. Yeah. Um, I don't see why they don't try playing with maybe like a fluorescent paint for the eyes oh, yeah. or just something to make them glow more, more maybe a reflective eye even would, would be kind of cool. And that was always fun, right? With the, the power of the force two ones, <laughs> right? They had that, yeah. they had that uh, translucent piece on the top of their head so their eyes could glow and. Um, yeah. So yeah, to kind of get get that illusion into there without that type of feature, yeah, that's a great point. Would have been nice, but the uh, the plastic hood I think really works with the soft goods. Not just from a uh, because his his head is more mobile and and, and moves around better with the plastic ro uh, head part of the robe, but I think I feel like the colors really blend well. So, sometimes yeah. I feel like when it's you know like a Emperor Palpatine, it's almost too noticeable that the that the, the 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 headpiece is plastic, and I feel like with this one, right. it just it just blends well. So that I was pretty happy with that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point as well. It does blend very very well. Uh, and I forgot to mention, I, I do have my previous uh, vintage collection Ahsoka here, and I have her next to the new one, and. 
Uh, yeah, it's no contest. I mean, the, the old one is like way, way outdated. Uh, seeing them side by side. She's, she's still, she's not bad still. She still holds up okay. Um, but yeah, just, it's, there's no comparison one to the other. Uh, yeah, the new one is, is vastly superior. Yeah, sure. especially that likeness, right? Uh, the likeness. So they, they really nailed a good, uh, well, I think with these ones, they were, they were, they were trying to nail somewhat of the Clone Wars likeness, where I think that TVC one, they were trying to make her too realistic to the point where it, didn't really capture Ahsoka's spirit. Right, exactly. Exactly. And I mean, I'm trying to think, even with photo I don't know that that would save that figure. She might look a little better, but um, yeah, so no, this was, this was, this is cool. I mean, this is one of those instances, like I was saying, where, you know, maybe they could have repurposed some aspects of that figure, but they went all new. And this is, this is a scenario where it absolutely makes sense. And, you know, the figure is completely better off for it. And yeah, I think uh, I think you're onto something when you say that this might be one of the, uh, if not the most solid wave we've had in the last few years. Yeah, I mean, when you stack it up, I'm trying to think of uh, uh, you know a few other assortments. I mean, obviously the the first Mandalorian we received, I think it was VC 166, that came with uh, Cara Dune, the Remnant Stormtrooper, and the uh, repack of uh, the phase one vc 40 i think vc 45 clone trooper i think that was a pretty awesome assortment just because uh we got you know two all new characters that were pretty popular uh that were just amazing sculpts and then we also got uh the just the remnant stormtrooper and 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 uh, more clone troopers to build out our armies that one was pretty awesome um and then I'm trying to think of another assortment that I thought was awesome was the one with Jedi Knight, uh, Return of the Jedi Luke Skywalker. Yeah. That came with Chirrut, Hondo, mm-hmm. and Fives. That one was pretty great, too. Yeah, that was, so. yeah. And, you know, this just goes to, to show that, you know, TVC has come a long way since 2018. I mean, the waves continue to be well-rounded. They continue to have um, all new sculpts that uh, have characters that people love. Um, and I think we've seen that pretty consistently the last the last several waves going back a year ago. So I'm just really excited to, you know, for where this, if this is any indication of where things are going to go over the next year, two years, and I think, you know, we're going to be pretty happy with a lot of the things to come. Amen. I 100% agree. And I mean, things are just... A lot of things are coming together from what you just spoke about to not not to jump around too much, but everything going on with the secondary market for a lot of figures and a lot of the the TBC 1.0 figures, it's speaking volumes to the demand of the line and just the success of it and people either being reengaged or just a lot of new customers being brought in yeah so it's insane right now it's insane the secondary market on not just a tvc 1.0 but like 2.0 there's a lot of stuff on there that's like from a year two years ago that's really up there right now and people are excited they want their tvc you know regardless of whether they're a new collector or an older collector people just trying to fill in the gaps um, everything is, is really up there right now. And I think that, you know, that speaks volumes to how popular the line is and what the demand is like for, for this line at this point. 
Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. I mean, some of the stuff may have been a little un, un well, pretty un, un, underproduced, and yeah. you know, with with the state of how things were, with the start of everything being kind of you know, not as you know well received. But anyways, that yeah, now people are trying to get um, certain underproduced figures that are yeah, they're just uh, you know, re- I think hitting a hundred dollars some of them on the secondary market for such new uh new newer figures so it's just right it's really speaking to the demand and we we do live in a different world these days than we did 10 12 whatever amount of years ago so i think hasbro's trying to meet the demand without over meeting that demand and you know hindering the line and they're thinking of creative ways to reissue figures that were popular that people didn't get enough of so um you know hopefully that continues to happen hopefully that continues and you know one thing i think they could do is maybe like once a year they do this they look back the last two years and they say hey you know this figure is is uh you know maybe wasn't produced in high numbers maybe it's jedi luke from last year or yeah um, you know, another given character, um, you know, I'm just throwing out randoms here, but maybe uh, Remnant Stormtrooper. Yeah. Um, maybe you make a wave like once a year that's just like a refresh wave. You know, I mean, these are things they did, you know, 10, 15 years ago on occasion. Um, just make like a greatest hits of the last two years and, you know, put those out, give people access to them again, even if it's like an online thing. Um, I think things like that would be would be helpful for a lot of collectors. Yeah, what a great idea! Get back out the uh, tank driver, tank commander. Um, you know, some of those some of those figures I think were underserved. Luke crate even. Um, yeah. yeah, and Jedi Knight Luke definitely uh, did not meet that demand either, especially right. obviously since he uh, reprised his role in in the Mandalorian. So yeah, yeah. Like- Rise of Skywalker, Ray. I mean, she's going for quite oh, a yeah. bit. Her too. Another. There's yeah. Another great figure right there. Um, uh, that figure, I, I absolutely love that figure. It's sculpt, it's articulation. But yeah, these are figures that did not meet the, their demands. So and then those those right. those disappeared awfully fast. They did. <laughs> awfully fast. Yeah, they they sure did. Um, yeah, good stuff. I'm really excited. Um, you know, obviously, you know, we were talking earlier in the show about how things are looking up and, you know, they might be in increments. They might not be instantaneous where we get this this glut of new product um, and we're seeing these insane numbers. I mean, we still can't go to the store and find, in most cases, stuff on the pegs. Um, so there is work and there there are certain areas that can be improved upon. But just, you know, just looking at the at things on a on a bigger scale. Um, we're seeing improvements in product. We're seeing um, Hasbro certainly treat the vintage collection as a premium collector line. Uh, and we're seeing more new, right? We were talking before the show about how uh, yeah. the ratios of, of new figures are, are gradually increasing. So, yeah, I'm stoked. I mean, if, if this wave is any indication of where things are going to go, I think, you know, we're in for a few treats in, in the next little while here. So, Let's uh, keep getting the good word out. Yeah, yeah, we've been trending upwards, right? Since, since you know, since we asked for more, I think. And twenty twenty was better. 
uh, from what we've seen in, in 2021, it's more better to use those two words together. Uh, so I, I think we're going to, yeah, I agree with you. We're going to keep seeing this trending upward um, of the, the line growing and just firing on all cylinders. And yeah, we're seeing assortments with more than four figures, which is, which is great. Um, you know, you do worry about some of them being short packed, but that's just, just means you got to buy, uh, <laughs> put a few more pre-orders in somewhere else if you're not buying assortments. But again, that's a good, good indication that, you know, they're moving into, uh, increase, in- expanding the line by, increasing the number of figures per assortment, uh, different figures per assortment. Yeah, yeah, totally. All right, so yeah, uh, good stuff. I love this wave. Um, I'm going to be jazzed about it for the next little bit. I'm in that honeymoon phase that we sometimes get with new figures, especially when they're this good. How can you not be? How can you not be? So anybody that hasn't received uh, there's yet you're, you're certainly in for a treat. You're going to enjoy these guys. They're they're stellar. I mean, the likenesses are incredible. The sculpts, the silhouettes, the posability, um, the accessories. I mean, these are these are this is a top-notch wave, and this is the kind of wave. You know, Hasbro, great job. Kudos to you guys and your your team for doing something like this because these are the kind of things we we talk about when we when we talk about how TBC you know deserves the focus, how it deserves more uh, attention to detail. You know what we expect from the line. I think these are perfect. Um, representations of that uh, demand that we that we expect from TVC. So Hasbro, awesome, awesome job. Absolutely, I echo your sentiments there. And Emily, if you're if you're listening, great job on especially Ahsoka and Maul, and keep keep up the the just great work you guys are doing. We can't thank you enough and we're just so happy where things are and where we see them going absolutely great stuff great stuff well john it's been fun i can't wait till the next uh wave i don't know when that's gonna be but um yeah this is is fun i I like doing this i like unboxing as we're talking about (laughs) him that's that's actually a lot of fun yeah um but yeah well, we'll definitely talk before then. We have a lot of topics in mind that uh, that we want to cover uh, over the next uh, few weeks into the coming months. So great stuff. I can't wait to have you on the show again. And uh, where can all of our listeners uh, go to look you up on the interwebs? Yes. Uh, well, thanks again for having me on. And, and uh, it was fun uh, kicking off season two with you. So I appreciate that. So you, uh, everyone can find me at uh, Star Wars the Vintage Collection Facebook group. Uh, we're at almost 16,000 members. You know, it just keeps wow. growing and growing, which is awesome. Uh, we just did a huge giveaway for our 50, for hitting 15,000 members, so we were pretty excited about that. Uh, you can also find us on, on Facebook by, by searching at Star Wars TVC. So you can go there to our public page as well, and you can find me on Twitter, at underscore John Miko, it's M I K O, and you can find me on Instagram at the far side of Endor. Nice. So you're you're definitely out there, <laughs> and uh, people can access you and they can uh, they can engage with you online. So awesome stuff. These are all great outlets. TVC Facebook, like you say, is 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 huge, and it's it continues to grow and grow and grow and grow. You know, those numbers have really increased as of late. So yeah. So congrats on that. Awesome to see. 
And um, yeah, so that'll do it for this episode. Thank you so much to you, John. Uh, Everybody go and check him out. I will throw links in the show notes. Uh, And yeah, I look forward to doing this again really soon. Lots of great stuff coming in season two. So thank you, John. And thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Vintage Collection podcast. For the latest developments, be sure to visit BanthaSkull.com and follow our contributors via the links in our show notes. You can follow Victoria's Cantina on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. For more Star Wars toy collecting content, subscribe to the Victoria's Cantina YouTube channel and listen to the Cantina Chatter podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. If you can spare a moment or two, please consider leaving a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts to help spread the word about the show. No matter where you're listening out in the galaxy, I'd like to thank you once again for tuning in to the Vintage Collection Podcast. Collect them all, and may the force be with you.